That last song we sung right there, Joy to the World, uh, is one of my most favorite Christmas songs. Because when He came, there was great joy because of Him. Uh, if you got your Bibles with us tonight, I, I want you to take them and uh, go to Luke chapter 1. And go to Luke chapter 1. And I'm going to begin to read in verse 26. And this is for the angel Gabriel... Uh, has come to uh, Mary. And uh, he's telling her what's going to happen. And the Bible says in Luke chapter 1, verse 26, And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And he, and he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. And then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Well, what a statement. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Let me pray for just a minute. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for just being here tonight. And Lord, I thank you for the program that was put on just a few minutes ago. And that I pray that it honored you through the speaking and the singing. And Lord, I ask tonight for just a little while while we might preach, I pray you'd touch us and anoint us afresh. Uh, We're looking to heaven for some help tonight. And we thank you for it. As we look into this scripture, we might see what you come to do for us when you came. Help the one that might be lost to get saved. Encourage the one that needs it tonight. And Lord, we'll take in, we love you. Meet with us now for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. As the angel came to Mary and began to tell her everything that was uh, going to take place, uh, he said a lot, but uh, uh, to be honest with you, he said a mouthful when he said it. Uh, What he said right here, and I want to dwell, uh, there's so much to talk about here. We'd be here all night. uh, uh, but first of all, he said, you're going to call his name Jesus. 
Boy, I could stand here all night tonight and talk about what a wonderful name Jesus is. Hey, listen, there's no other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. And it's at the name of Jesus uh, uh, that sinner boys and sinner girls uh, and men and women come and get saved uh, because of Jesus. Boy, I like that name tonight, uh, which means Savior and Deliverer. And I almost preached on that, uh, uh, but here's where I want to take my focus and text from out of verse 32, uh, uh, when the angel said, uh, He shall be great. Now that's a mouthful tonight uh, to say that this one that's going to come uh, is going to be great. Uh, we, we've known a lot of what we would consider great people uh, uh, in this world and in this lifetime. Uh, we'd consider them big. We'd consider them large. We'd uh, consider them chief or wonderful or uh, possessing strong power. That's what great means. Here sits this angel as he comes to Mary and uh, he tells her so much, but out of everything he tells her, he tells her he's going to be great. Think about that for just a second, uh, about how the Savior uh, is great. Think about that, how that, uh, first of all, uh, uh, in his conception, uh, he was great. Listen, man didn't have nothing to do with it. Uh, notice what it said right here uh, in verse 34. She said, how, how, can this, how shall this thing be? Uh, seeing I know not a man. Uh, you come back to verse 27. Said the angel come to a virgin, uh, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph. Uh, and the virgin's name uh, was Mary. It is physically uh, uh, impossible uh, uh, for a woman to have a child uh, without a man. Amen. Hey, we're so messed up in this generation. Uh, people don't believe that, but I'm telling you today, uh, our friend, without a science class, uh, uh, that's just how it is. But right here, God uh, uh, said she's going to have a child, uh, not no man, uh, and it's going to be by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Listen, he was great uh, in his conception, uh, in the very fact God uh, done it all, and man had nothing to do with it. Listen, man didn't have his filthy hands uh, on that whole situation right there. Uh, uh, his conception uh, uh, was great. Uh, and listen, he, he was prophesied uh, uh, to come that way. The Bible said in Isaiah, uh, said, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Uh, uh, behold, a virgin shall conceive uh, and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And if you go on in the New Testament, which means God with us. Amen. And so here the Lord comes. And He comes in that by the Holy Spirit. Notice in verse 35, the Holy Ghost. Shall, she wanted to know that. She knew, how, she knew what was supposed to happen and what was going on. But uh, she said, how can this thing be? Uh, uh, and, and He said, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. And therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. He was great in his conception, but he was great in his birth. He was great in the way that he was born. What do you mean, preacher? He was born in a stable and laid in a manger. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something. Heaven, heaven, heaven declared his birth. Take your Bible and go over the book of Luke chapter uh, 2. Just go over uh, just a few verses or a, few, or a chapter, excuse me, uh, in Luke chapter 2. 
And look with me in verse 8. After she had brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of what? Of great joy. Ain't that something? He was great, amen. Uh, uh, listen, he was great in his conception, uh, uh, but he's great in his birth. Uh, uh, so I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Boy, if you're saved tonight, that ought to do something in your heart. Listen, that a long time ago, some almost uh, 2,000 years ago, uh, uh, Jesus was born uh, over in Judea, uh, uh, over in Bethlehem of Judea. Uh, listen, it'll do something in your heart uh, uh, that you know that He came. Amen. I know why He came. I ain't got there yet, but I know why He came. The Bible said He came to be a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Verse 12, And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Boy, ain't you glad? Ain't you glad? Man, heaven rolled back uh, uh, and the angels from heaven declared that he was born uh, over in Bethlehem. Do you know at the same time, I, listen, I, I've never seen anybody else I, I have heaven declare their birth, I, but at the same time, God I, I put a star up in heaven. I, according to Matthew chapter 2, I, I, He put a star for them wise men of the east I, I, to see. He's great in His birth. Y'all getting this tonight? Amen. Hey, listen, this is the Savior that came for me and you. And when He came, He just didn't come to be born, but He came to do something. And I say that His ministry was great. Think about His ministry that He had for some three and a half years while He was here. Boy, all the works that he did, the miracles that uh, he healed the lame and the dumb uh, uh, and the deaf and he raised the dead. Uh, uh, he controlled nature uh, and he forgave men of their sins. Boy, I'm still glad today that he's forgiven men uh, and women of their sins. Amen. Boy, mine got forgiven a long time ago. I still get excited about that from time to time. Boy, I get to thinking about what it was, where I was headed, but I ain't headed there now. Why? Because I've been forgiven. Amen. How'd you get forgiven? You say, preacher, there's only one way. I know there's only one way to take some folk that think there's more than one way to get to heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. You only get into heaven by Jesus Christ. God, come a time that you asked Him to save you. His ministry was great. He came and he started and he done the work. You, you, I, I want to ask you a question. Even, even, even his ministry had a forerunner that come and said, there's one coming. John the Baptist. I ain't seen nobody else get that. I ain't seen nobody else in the world that says there's one coming. That's John the Baptist. I'm just telling you, he was great uh, uh, in his ministry and what he 
came to do. But he just didn't come to do good works. He came to die. Can I tell you that he was great in his death? As I considered this, I, I thought about uh, other men had been to Calvary. Other men had been to Golgotha uh, where the cross was. Other men had been there. But nobody else like Jesus had ever been there. Listen, when he went to Calvary, we've got a cross behind us right here in the baptistry. But listen, when he went to Calvary, he went to Calvary willingly, but he went and died for us a substitutionary death. What do you mean? Second Corinthians chapter 5 said, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He died so that me and you could get saved. First Peter said, Who his own self by our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we are healed. Everything that Jesus went through and bore through, suffered through, it was for us. First Peter 3, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. It was a substitutionary death. And it was a sinless death. You, do you realize Christ had done no wrong and done no sin? The Bible said, for He made Him to be sin for us. He didn't have any sin. He had been perfect. He was perfect. I mean, Peter said uh, that it was by the precious blood of Christ uh, uh, as of a lamb without blemish and spot that we were redeemed by Christ was perfect uh, even at Calvary. But yet my sin and your sin. The very same, I'm not a sinner. You're lying to yourself. The Bible said if we say we have no sin that we lie and there's no truth in us. Amen. You better get a hold of that tonight. Romans chapter 3 said that for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 5 and 12 said, Wherefore as by one man sin of the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men. Why? For all have sinned. It was a sinless death. Paul, I believe at one point, he talks about imputation, that my sin was imputed to him and his righteousness was imputed to me you want me to put it to you another way God the Father took my sin and placed it on Christ and he took his righteousness and placed it on me and boy when you think of it that way boy ain't he great tonight amen Listen, it was a sacrificial death that he died for my sin and yours and it was a satisfactory death that when he died according to Isaiah 53 uh, that God saw the travail of his soul and was satisfied. Me and you could not die for our sin but Jesus Christ could. I'm telling you, Gabriel said a mouthful when he said he shall be great. 
He was great in his resurrection. I love Calvary. I love to talk about Calvary because I know that there was no way, there was no way that I could die for myself. I love to talk about Calvary because that's where my Savior suffered and died and gave himself for me. But see, our salvation would not be real if he never got up. I mean, he said in John 10, Therefore doth my Father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down to myself. He said, I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received from my Father. Luke chapter 24. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remember his words. Do you realize he's the only one that's ever got up of his own power? They, they was folk raised from the dead, but not by their own power. Listen, Elijah raised one, Elisha raised some, Jesus raised some, but listen, that, that tomb that is now empty, he got up by his self. And because there's an empty tomb and he's alive, I'm alive too. This is one of my favorite verses. I, I don't quote it a whole lot, but I sure do like it. Revelations 1 and 8 said, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Do you realize that when Jesus got up, when he got up, he had defeated death. I know, I know, I know I got to lay this body down one day. I know that. I know it's coming. Short of going out in rapture, I know that it's coming. Still got to lay this body down even there. This flesh has got to give it up. It can't get into heaven, friend. My flesh is not saved. And you know yours ain't either tonight. Amen. But my soul is. But here's the thing. I got to lay it down one day after a while. But the great thing about it is, is I've got him living on the inside. I've got a home in heaven that's promised and I'm trusting him. How about you tonight? Listen, he was great in his, in his resurrection. He got up. He defeated death and hell. He gave us eternal life because of it. In him is life. And this is the record that God hath given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He that hath the son hath life. And he that hath not the son of God hath not life. That's the wonderful thing about saved people that die. What do you mean? They don't die. They just move from one house 
to another. That's it, friend. Uh, you need to get a hold of that tonight. Uh, uh, you need to understand that. Yes, we're going to miss them. Yes, they'll be grieving. Uh, uh, but thanks be unto God. Uh, uh, if you're saved and they're saved, uh, you'll see them again one day after a while. Oh, praise His name tonight. He'll be great in His return. You do believe He's coming again, don't you? Bible says so. Go back to the text verse. Luke chapter 1. And he shall be called the son of the highest. You come down to verse 35. Shall be called the son of God. He is the very son of God. But when we come over here, and the Bible said, And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. That kingdom that's talking about is what Daniel saw over there. That kingdom that was cut out of the mountain over there. That stone kingdom that destroyed all other kingdoms. Uh, Revelations talks about him coming back uh, and going to rule with a rod uh, of iron and going to have a sword uh, uh, that comes out of his mouth, which is the Word of God. And he's going to rule and reign one day. He'll be great in his kingdom. He'll be great in his return. You are ready for him to come back, ain't you? Are you prepared? He's coming again. Are you prepared to meet him? Are you prepared to leave out of here in death tonight? I mean, the Bible said, as it's pointing unto men once to die, and after this, the judgment. I mean, any of us could leave here at any time. I could fall dead right now, have a heart attack, die, could quit breathing. I got to leave out of here, you do too, friend. So preacher, you're getting awful morbid. No, I'm wanting you to understand you're leaving here. And there is eternity after this thing. That's why Jesus came. And so that you could go to be with him. Last of all, let me say this real quick tonight. Y'all might not think I've been quick, but I've been real quick tonight. I, my church knows I've been real quick. Can, can I say that he's great to us now? Ain't he a great Savior? Ain't he a great friend? We looked at that this morning. Ain't he a great God? Don't he care for you and just love on you? And I want you to understand tonight, if you're unsaved, he's still great to you. He wants to save you tonight. He really does. Let's bow our heads across the house.